The views and opinions of findings and our devices discussed in this podcast are those of the host, subject matter experts, and or guests. Facts represented constitute our understanding as of the time of this podcast, whereas updated factual information may be developed. They should not be construed as pronouncing an official Department of Defense's policy, position, decision, or endorsement. Hi, welcome to Clinical Updates in Brain Injury Science Today, or Cubist, a podcast for healthcare providers about current research on traumatic brain injury, also known as TBI. This program is produced by the TBI Center of Excellence, or TBI-COE. I'm your host, Don Marion. Today, I'll be speaking with Ms. Amanda Gonneau, a physician assistant and TBI subject matter expert at TBI-COE. Amanda and I will discuss a study entitled, Telling the Whole Story, Bibliometric Network Analysis to Evaluate Impact of Media Attention on Chronic Traumatic Encephalopathy Research by Sean Eagle and Dave Okonkwo and published in the Journal of Neurotrauma in January of 2023. Additionally, we are very pleased to welcome Dr. Sean Eagle, a research assistant professor in the Department of Neurological Surgery at the University of Pittsburgh and first author on this paper. Welcome, Dr. Eagle, and could you start us off today and tell us a little bit about the background behind why you decided to do this study? Sure. Thank you both for having me here today. The genesis of this study really comes from the interactions I have with people when they learn that I do research in brain injuries. Without question, the first thing people ask me is, would you let your son play football? Right. And my co-author, Dr. David Okonkwo, is a neurosurgeon here at the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center. He sees patients in clinic with current or prior TBI who worry about CTE, and certainly he gets asked this question more often than I do. Most of these people are not scientists, right? They're just people coming into the clinic seeking help from their experiences, so they don't know what's out there in the peer-reviewed literature they only hear about CTE in the popular media. And I started to notice a growing body of literature questioning CTE or traumatic encephalopathy syndrome criteria or existing research and wondering why I was not hearing more about this in news outlets and other popular media. I had used the bibliometric method previously to summarize concussion research. So when I presented the idea to Dr. Okonkwo, he recommended incorporating alt metrics into the comparison and from there, we were off and running. Thanks for that information, Sean. So, Amanda, how was the study done? Sure, Donna. So, this was, as Dr. Eagle said, a bibliometric network analysis, which is an approach that provides objective quantification of the impact of scientific work in peer-reviewed journals. And these types of analyses are typically done to compare the academic and popular media impact of controversial topics like this one with chronic traumatic encephalopathy, or CTE. Dr. Eagle and his team first conducted an article search using the Web of Science database with the keywords chronic traumatic encephalopathy, and sport or military. They excluded animal studies from the analysis. The team then categorized the articles into two different groups. The first group reported an association between contact sports or military service with CTE, and they labeled that group CTE positive. The second group of studies reported no definitive conclusion or no association between contact sports or military exposure and CTE, and that group was labeled CTE negative. The team then calculated altmetric scores, which are formula-based calculations of the number of times an article 
had been referenced or cited in either journal articles, news stories, media outlets, or Twitter interactions. The higher the altmetric score, the more often the article was referenced or cited. They then compared scores for both the CTE positive and the CTE negative articles. Very interesting, Amanda. So what did they find? So overall, CTE-positive publications had significantly higher citations per article, media and news stories, and Twitter mentions than the CTE-negative publications. CTE-positive articles had average altmetric scores of 272 versus 29 for CTE-negative publications. Additionally, CTE-positive publications had an average of 101 citations per article versus only 29 for CTE-negative articles. Overall, the top 10 positive publications had, on average, 95% higher altmetric scores, 94% more citations, 99% higher number of news stories, 98% higher number of media outlets, and reached 95% more Twitter interactions than CTE-negative publications. That's really remarkable, Amanda. You know, but I wonder if it is because the CTE positive publications are just better studies than those that show no clear relationship between military service or contact sports and CTE. Dr. Eagle, was there any difference in the quality or level of evidence in the CTE positive group versus the negative group? Yeah, Don, that's a really important question. We opted not to include quality of evidence comparisons because a majority of the CTE plus papers were case reports or case series designs, and three CTE minus papers were case series designs. There are currently no validated quality of evidence checklists for those designs, but it is important to note that case series and case reports are considered the lowest quality of evidence in clinical research. That doesn't mean that these were not important contributions to our understanding of the disease. It just means we have to improve the study design quality to understand this disease better. Thanks, Sean. So Amanda, what were the limitations of this study? Yeah, Don. So Dr. Eagle touched on one of those limitations right there in his explanation. And the quality of evidence between these published papers really couldn't be determined from this data. Additionally, the number of citations could also have just been because a publication had been out longer, right? Although when you look at the table in the article that looks at the years of publications, the dates of the CTE positive and negative articles, in, at least in the top five, are fairly comparable. Additionally, there's no known data regarding reliability and accuracy of altmetric scores. Journal impact factors were higher for publications that were CTE positive, which could have also impacted those scores. And lastly, the articles included did not always assess specific variables related to the quality of head impact exposures and CTE. So, Amanda, having said that, what would you say are the key takeaways of this analysis? Well, first, Don, I mean, CTE is really a complicated condition, and the scientific community is really still trying to learn more about this. We know that CTE exists, and it does correlate with TBI history and repetitive head impacts, but we really can still only diagnose this condition post-mortem. There are some attempts to try and identify traumatic encephalopathy syndrome, or TES, in living subjects. However, the data just isn't solid yet, and it relies heavily on subjective history. I mean, there are no objective markers to diagnose TES or CTE in a living person. 
So all that being said, this analysis brings to our attention the impact that media can have and the consequences that disproportionate media attention can have, including, you know, things like higher rates of fear and false perceptions on the state of the science of CTE. And these things could even influence provider behavior. So I think the key takeaway here is anyone consuming scientific information through the media should really try and do their due diligence in fact checking. And honestly, media outlets really need to be held more accountable for what information is being not just conveyed, but withheld from the public. Thanks, Amanda. Dr. Eagle, do you have any additional thoughts? Yeah. One thing I want to note is, you're right, Amanda, CTE can only be diagnosed post-mortem currently. There are certainly efforts underway to make that different. But we should also note that TES is not a set of clinical criteria for diagnosis. It is meant to only be used for research, and I think that gets lost sometimes in discussion. There is a lack of evidence linking TES to a CTE neuropathologic finding, and to date we do not know the degree to which CTE needs to be observed in the brain postmortem to have a meaningful clinical presentation in the living person. We're currently in the process of analyzing several important data sets here, and we're continuously finding that depression and anxiety are highly linked with people that seem to meet this criteria. And as you guys know, it seems like every week there's another story of former athletes with head injuries and persistent issues who go to extreme measures and take their own life. Each story is its own tragedy, and you routinely hear in these stories loss of hope both within the person and within the family, or this assumption that their current state can't improve. And really what I want people to know is that having a head injury is treatable. Depression and anxiety are treatable, and playing football or serving in the military is not necessarily a ticket to inevitable neurodegenerative disease. So, Sean, I guess the bottom line question for me is, why do you think that studies suggesting a link between military service or contact sports and CTE are so much more frequently cited in social media and the medical literature? Yeah, you know, we can't exactly attribute a reason from this analysis, but there are many factors from sociological research that likely contribute to this phenomenon. You know, these studies tend to be cited in high-impact journals such as JAMA, which receive more media attention than lower-impact journals due to the prestige of the JAMA name and the assumption of highest quality evidence that gets published in that journal. Like I said earlier, we did not grade evidence in the current study, but many papers have demonstrated that publication in high-impact journals does not guarantee a higher quality of evidence or superior rigor of the study. Additionally, the subjects of CTE plus papers tend to be those with a high degree of public interest, like National Football League players or military personnel. And in general, within this country, stories with negative outcomes tend to receive more media attention than those with positive outcomes. Yeah, I think that's kind of unfortunate, but I think you're right. That's reality today. Well, anyway, thanks, Dr. Eagle, and thank you, as always, Amanda. That's all we have time for today. You can stay up to date on future episodes by subscribing to Cubist on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts, where you can also find links to the articles we discuss and other relevant resources. Cubist is produced and edited by Vinnie White and was hosted today by me, Don Marion. It is a product of the Traumatic Brain Injury Center of Excellence, a branch of the Research Portfolio Management Division under the Research and Engineering Directorate of the Defense Health Agency, led by Branch Chief Captain Scott Coda, Medical Corps, United States Navy. 
Thank you for listening to this episode.